Hey there, hi there, ho 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 there. Uh, September the uh, 3rd, 2023, time for another Ghost and Clover podcast, powered by our wonderful, awesome, amazing, sometimes disturbed friends over at European American Armory, and we'll talk uh, more about them a little later on, of course. Uh, Ghost will uh, be joining me here in, uh, in just a second, but uh, welcome, welcome to the uh, crew and the squad out there, uh, please drop a uh, drop a comment out there and say hi because uh, we will uh, go through our random unknown topics here shortly, and uh, then you guys, thanks to uh, the wonderful folks at Taurus, will have uh, an opportunity to pick the third topic that we talk about tonight. So, are we going to go three for three on firearms? Are we going to go three for three on food? Are we going to go Three for three on sports ball or music or movies. Hey, you never know with uh, this show for certain. Uh, we are uh, proud to be, of course, uh, members respectively here of the uh, Firearms Radio Network as well as Self-Defense Radio Network. So jump over there, check out all of those cool podcasts. And uh, with um, uh, Ghost and myself, big shout out, big thanks to the channel members and the Patreon patrons uh, of each of our channels we uh, appreciate you with that trey will now jump in mr ghost tactical himself what up what up how are you doing happy okay. labor day weekend huh yeah i guess so yeah i've been laboring all weekend so i guess it counts so i'll be laboring tomorrow so you giving that 110 percent not really in this kind of heat now not really <laughs> <laughs> trying to get uh we've talked about it on the show actually uh the gun racks up the studio stuff kind of set up and, and going i mean the podcast season will kick off again wednesday so uh man i feel like i've been working on that thing for like a month it hadn't been but like a week but oh my god it's every day sawing boards and mounting something on the wall or painting or oh my god it's a contractor work it's killing me I understand. I understand. Well, it's part of it. You know, you get a, you're doing a new set, if you will, for this late season, 2023. So, well, more, you have to fabricate and build stuff and get things yeah. the way you want them. Yeah. More a multifunctional space more than yeah. anything. You know, I wanted a place to put my 3d printer and, um, do some various live streams and, and other things with that space, not just the podcast. I wanted something because the way it was set up, it was everything. I had little nooks and crannies that were all dedicated to one thing and kind of got it all consolidated now. But And you have just been busy with freaking being the uh, yeah life, man. Rubbing elbows with uh, the high society of Arkansas and all that jazz. Well, I mean, it is Arkansas, so you take that for what it's worth. You know? <laughs> this is true. This the high society true. of Arkansas doesn't necessarily mean much. No, <laughs> right, right. You say a high society of Arkansas is uh, the, the welfare society in other places. I mean, maybe? just picture the clampets, right? You know, <laughs> this is true. This is true. Oh man, I've seen a, I've seen a moon. Mo uh, what is? Uh, I seen a, a meme the other day, and it was like, uh, they said, California ain't the place to be. So we loaded up the truck, moved back to Tennessee. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, 
there's uh, uh, there's something to be said about that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's wonderful. That's wonderful. You know, back yeah. in the '60s, I guess California would kind of be the place to be. Once you know? upon a time, it would have been right, and I got to think maybe even into the '80s, uh, to a certain extent. I enjoyed you know? my time in the in the mid to late '90s. You know, I was there for yeah. a couple of years, couple you know, in, in in the, I guess later yeah. half the '90s. I enjoyed it, but, um, you know, here's the thing. Being in the military in California is different than being a citizen because, um, I don't know, I, I don't want to put saying that we were, we got away with a lot more, but we probably did, you know. Um, as far as firearms go, we didn't have to worry about any of that stuff because we had our own ranges on Camp Pendleton and we could go check out really cool stuff and, um, and all that stuff, but I, you know, I enjoyed my time in California when I was living there. I definitely wouldn't want to be there now, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you got uh, you got first topic, man. So I do, I do, and kind of want to talk a little bit about this um, because it's it's a topic that I am. I'm not saying I'm, I'm changing my mind on, but I'm open to different things possibly and i'm talking about lights on guns and specifically more on handguns because i think that you and i are pro lights on like ar stuff um maybe not for every one of them but we we we, we each are okay with with weapon lights on ars and all of that uh, both of us typically uh, and historically are not proponents of lights on handguns. That said, we both have lights on some handguns, and I want to talk a little bit about why I'm um, think you know I, I'm more open to the idea of it, and I want to see what your thoughts are on as well. But you know, um, a lot and a lot and a lot of holster companies finally are getting on board with making holsters with for handguns with lights on them. Um, and so that was always a big thing is if you have a light on your gun, you probably were going to have to maybe fabricate your own custom Kydex holster or go to universal or, or something like that. In the last couple of years, a lot of these holster companies are now making holsters, uh, with lights on them and specific lights for each holster for each gun and all that. But I've never really been one that, that liked lights on handguns, not because I didn't think they served a purpose. I just personally didn't necessarily like them. Um, but I, I am starting to come around. I was having a discussion with a friend of mine on home defense and I, and that and watching a lot of movies and all of that over the years. And you see the old FBI way where they have the, the handheld light crossed over the front of their single hand pistol grip and all of that, trying to stabilize it, but it's not really necessarily controlling any recoil or anything like that. It was just a way that they did it. Um, and the more and more I think about it, maybe for like home defense um, and even necessarily for concealed carry, I, I don't think I, I don't carry a light on a concealed carry gun, put it on the, on the gun, the handgun that's at the house. Uh, that's kind of by the nightstand. Um, there is a light on that. And I think it is easier now to, to justify the light on the handgun for home defense because you want to be able to get that proper grip, control that gun, have that light to where it's not taking a hand off of that firearm. 
can we shoot them one-handed? Absolutely, and we should practice that just as well. But any any opportunity you can keep both hands in that firearm and maybe with your thumb turn that line on, even if it's just to identify not keeping it on. Um, wh- where do you come down now versus have you changed your stance, should I say, uh, lights on handguns specifically? Do I have them? Like you said, yes. Yeah. Do I see the place for them? Yes. Is it a personal decision? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. There's a few things that I've got to say about that. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, uh, well, first of all, catch your super jet out there. Yeah, real quick. Uh, fix out there. Thank you. $10 says, Carrie, mandatory carry can't make it today. Keep fighting. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Appreciate it very much. Um, so I, I don't think, um, man, I just come from an old school world where whether you're talking cowboy action, uh, whether you're talking uh, early military adoption, Civil War on up into World War One, World War Two, uh, and then up into CMP and competitions, um, two-handed handgun two-handed pistol and i get it i mean that's the norm it's the acceptable thing it's more controllable it's it's um uh you know you're gonna have better accuracy but we've had the accuracy talk when it comes to quote-unquote combat accuracy or defensive accuracy and i'm sorry one-handed is going to be just as good as two-handed um that's just how i come down on that i don't think it matters um i can roll around on the ground flip across hoods and all kinds of stuff one-handed and it and put in a silhouette at 20 yards. I mean, come on. Sure. It's not that hard. Um, so I don't, I don't mind the one handed thing. Uh, and I don't, I, I think I'm more comfortable. I'm definitely more comfortable. I ain't no think I'm definitely more comfortable with a flashlight and a sidearm, you know, a handgun than I mm-hmm. am, uh, otherwise. And one of the reasons well, there's now, two. There's about two. A, a handheld flashlight? Yeah, 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 yeah. Handheld. Yeah, okay. Well, first of all, I've yeah. got plenty of handheld flashlights, right? Sure. Absolutely. And a rear on-off switch, a cap mount on-off switch, is is optimal in my opinion for if you're gonna right. run, uh, if you're gonna run that. Not a mag light, old school mag light where it's up front, that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, tail cap switch is is optimal, I think. Yep. But anyway. And you can pick up those for a buck at Harbor Freight or whatever, right? So it's not like that's a special thing. Uh, But uh, one that fits your hand pretty good uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, hand-to-hand, in any type of a hand-to-hand situation, you've got something that's filling your hand, right? Uh, You know, uh, it's kind of like a roll of quarters people used to use or whatever, dimes or nickels or whatever. You know what I mean. Uh, Having that something in your your hand, uh, that's just an added bonus to not break knuckles, I guess. and then, um, you know, I've got that separate control for two reasons. Uh, so it is a control issue, but on another level, right? Um, mm-hmm. I've got separated control. So number one is I've got this idea, and I get it. There's like, oh, with a power, big, powerful light, you know, and I don't even care about the giving away position crap. But with a big, powerful light, they say, oh, well, you can catch things off to the side, you know, and it doesn't have to be not muzzle flagging. You're still in a general direction if you're pointing a a weapons mounted light at something. Uh, if it's lighting up that something, you're you're in that general direction. You're more than the 180 degrees that they rail against at competition or whatever, sure. right? You're within yeah, that yeah. cone for sure. Um, so, you know, 
Now, not having kids that live at home, and so not having you know potential kids home come home late, or somebody's up stirring around, or you know something weird like that going on. Um, I don't worry about that too much now. So in, in a sense of changing, like that doesn't bother me too much. Um, what does bother me is if you've got a long gun, you've got your shotgun, you've got your AR, you've got your, you know, sometimes PCC, whatever it might be, and you got your light on there and, you know, you got to go through the house, noise in the yard, garage, whatever, you got to go outside. Uh, that's a long gun, right? Somebody's going to see that long gun. Like, it doesn't matter if it's got a flashlight on it, you're pointing it or whatever. That, like, there's no way to put that by your side or behind your back or anything of that nature. Um, and you can kind of hide and manipulate the handgun a little better in the event that's a situation where you, you want, right? Kind of hold it down to your side, stand a certain way. You know, hey, you know, hey, what's going on? You know, or whatever, right? Uh, not come out completely drawn or, or anything like that because you may say that and it may be a neighbor, it may be a buddy, it may be somebody that's legit like broke down on a third ass country road around here, right? Like they don't mean no harm. They're trying to get some help. Uh, you know, and I'm not going to come out, you know, waving a gun in their face, you know, like yeah. a idiot. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to have assessed the situation a little bit beforehand you know, obviously, uh, looking out some windows, listening, uh, some other stuff. So before I was to step out in the yard or walk down the drive or, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, I'm going to have a pretty good indication of whether I, I'm, I'm walking into something that's iffy. You know what I mean? Um, so that gets into the whole situational awareness. And I think, and I think either way, like personally for me, I don't like the idea, but um for those that are paying attention to their surroundings and, and they're situationally aware and all that kind of stuff, you know, I don't have a problem with it. Go for it. Yep. You know, there's, there's a lot to be said about situational awareness, obviously. Um, you know, you brought up the point about giving your tactical position away. Yeah. Personally, I, you know, people talk about, it, and I've, and I've talked about it, you know, as a rule, you want to try to keep that upper end, that upper edge, that, 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 surprise well, edge, it's a, it's a thing but right it's, it's, it's a thing it's not that important it's as, not a as thing it, i me. care about or think about yeah, it's, that, not, it's, it's not as thing. important yeah. as other factors to me um i, w- I will say this i'll I bring up uh, a point for and against the old hand uh, the old flashlight on, on, on a handgun um you know one of the things that i've talked about before um being able to utilize your other hand, whether it's to open doors or to pick up something or someone, a child or, you know, whatever, being able to move things around with that free hand. Yes. Being able to shoot a handgun uh, with one hand is something that you should practice constantly and be able to do. And yes, it's not that hard. It's much easier than people make it sound sometimes. Um, if you're not accustomed to it, then you need to practice it. Uh, but being able to utilize that that free hand, um, and if you have that flashlight, maybe you're not able to grab something or whatever. So I think that that does have the light mounted on the firearm does give you options for using your free hand. Now, that said, uh, the biggest problem that I have that I will always have with weapon-mounted lights, especially handguns for, let's say, home defense, is... In order to identify that threat and make sure that it is a threat, like you said, whether it might be kids or someone coming, 
you know, someone getting stuck on the roof, whatever. It, it may not be someone kind of trying to do you harm. It may not be a threat. The problem that I have and will always have, and this will be one of the biggest arguments I have against weapon-mounted lights as far as handguns go, is in order to utilize that light to assess and identify threats or non-threats, for the most part, can you shoot it up, point it up to this, the sky or the ceiling or down to the ground and still light up a room? Sure. But the theory is, in order to truly identify and all of that, there is a chance that you're going to have to point your gun at said object without knowing who or what it is. Um, so flagging something or someone uh, while using your light. Now, if you had that light in your offhand, you can keep that muzzle in a safe position and identify around corners and all that with your free handheld flashlight. Um, like I said, can you kind of high ready that and, you know, point that up to the ceiling and have the light bounce on the ceiling to still light up the room and identify? Sure. But when you're at 2 o'clock in the morning and you're freaking out, you got a home intruder or you don't know what's going on, chances are, chances are you're going to have, you're going to identify with that flashlight by pointing the muzzle at whatever you're trying to identify. And that could cause issues. So, uh, whether or not uh, we want to talk about, oh, practice, practice, practice. Well, no one really knows until you're in that situation whether or not you'll do that or not. Right. Uh, but that is something that uh, I will always be a, a con for um, weapons-mounted lights as far as handguns go. Yeah. Well, I got I got two things to follow up, and and yeah, sure. uh, Jacob, Jacob here is gonna is gonna hit on one uh, inadvertently, but it, he says uh, pin light or small light in one hand and pistol in the other. So if your neighbor or family's knocking at the door, you don't that's uh, right sweep. Uh, you know you don't sweep. And that's exactly what I was talking about. Um, yep. So where I was gonna mention, there's two things I was gonna mention, and the first was uh, he says pin light or small light, a flat a good flashlight that you can hold in your mouth. Um, yeah gives you added versatility <laughs> so sure. just say it uh, not only you know is, you know, fit the pocket well you know small to carry around stuff like that if you need both yeah. hands and you still need a light uh mm. you know, throw that sucker up hold it between your teeth and and do what you but gotta I do you but know? do this for me as well i agree with you 100 percent on that but if you're going to utilize that system next time you go to the range Make sure you're getting some shots off with them uh, with a flashlight in your mouth because that's going to change your breathing habits, your breathing schedule, your breathing rhythms. Uh, make sure you're practicing that at the range. So, you're, so if you happen to have to use it, the first time you ever do it is not when it's the wrong situation. I don't, I don't feel. I agree. However, I do not feel again combat defensive accuracy wise that it's going to make that much difference. Uh, if you're trying to shoot a precision match, maybe, but I just, I don't know if it will either. I just, I, I, I I'm the one that's really been safe and sorry. It definitely could go down to health factors and stuff too, though. Right? Like if you, if you limit your breathing that way, and let's say you're not in good health, you already don't breathe well, you got COPD or something, you know, some weird, something going on respiratory issue. I can see it. Uh, the second thing I was going to bring up is that regardless, and we make it close out on this one, actually. But regardless of whether you choose to go uh, weapons-mounted light, pretty much of, of any kind, uh, or flashlight in general, to be quite honest with you, 
Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we talked about the Dollar Harbor Freight flashlights. Like those are good for a kitchen drawer and blah blah blah. You need good flashlights. Period. Yeah, good flashlights with good batteries or a charging routine or whatever the case may be, um, because that's one of, a flashlight. Period is one of uh, other than maybe a pocket knife, right? Is one of the biggest go-to's, and maybe even more so than a pocket knife. Uh, and mm -hmm. it's always been for me, and just about everybody I know uses a flashlight multiple, multiple times a day. And oh, so, absolutely. Yeah, or within a 24-hour period, let's say, right? Um, and so, make sure you know, spend a little more, get a good, get a good quality flashlight. There's, you know, we're not going to necessarily talk brands. There's a ton of good brands out there. There's a ton uh, of and again, e email us, and we'll give you our opinions on yeah, brands. Yeah, but uh, sure. and again, the Dollar Harbor Freight ones or whatever the heck, uh, in some kitchen drawers or nightstand drawers or bathroom drawers or something like that. Uh, but let me let me warn you this with cheap flashlights, and you probably know this is true. You probably have your fair cheap share fair share of cheap flashlights. Oh yeah. Um, by the time you put three AA batteries, energizers or whatever, right, good batteries in that dollar flashlight, you you could have probably bought the little streamlight micro stream that takes one AAA true. battery. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's the so best, it's the best over time, flashlight in the world. <laughs> yeah, over time, over time, you're saving because that little stream light holds one AAA instead of three double A's. And so if you get gonna, the USB one, you can charge that at night or you whatever. You don't even have to worry about that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, think, right. think about it long term instead of, oh, man, that's, you know, uh, the, the one I'm talking about, the micro stream, the, the single yep. AAA is 15 yep. bucks or something. Yeah. And you may think, and, and oh, it's, it's a it's dollar. 20, it's 25 if you get the USB one, which I've got a, each a of dollar, them, both of them. You know, you may go in and you think, oh, man, a dollar versus, you know, 15 bucks. Well, Batteries are like a buck Big a piece difference. nowadays. <laughs> batteries yeah. are a buck a piece. So once you go through literally a package of batteries, that's the difference in price. Yep. You know, and, and there so, is a major difference in quality of the one dollar versus fifteen dollars. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a fun topic and, and, and all that. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, like I said, if you have any questions on lights and you want to talk brands, either one of us, you guys know our emails. Go ahead and shoot oh, yeah. us an email, and we'll we'll talk brands all you want. Uh, Clover brought up earlier, this podcast is powered by our good friends at EAA or European American Armory and, uh, you know, some demented minds over EAA, but demented in a, in a very, very good way. Uh, they're putting out some great products, them and Gerson, or, which is the flagship brand they import. Um, you guys have talked, heard us talk about EAA and Gerson forever. I just picked up a gun this week, and I think Clover probably last week, but we can't talk about them for another about another month almost to the God, day. Oh, it's killing me. Um, but it is, I'm just telling you, October you 2nd, man alive, you know. I'm fixing, I'm fixing to make I'm fixing to make EAA mad because I'm fixing to give it away. You're going to break the NDA? <laughs> I'm going to break the NDA. Okay. I'm going to break right. the NDA. You ready? You ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, it it's an optics ready carry handgun. Oh, okay. Well, that was bold of you. <laughs> With a rail option. <laughs> With a rail, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the manufacturer, Jacob uh, Gerson, uh, oh, yeah. with a lot of input from EAA, the importer, and you guys know EAA. Um, it's a new Gerson going to be released no. October 2nd. So have you taken yours to the range? 
Uh, I'm going to the range tomorrow. I just nice. picked it up okay. Friday, I think it was. Did Thursday you get the Friday? Did you get the same one as me? I don't know. We'll have to talk off air. We will. Okay. Uh, the yeah. one I got is absolutely amazing. So is mine. But amazing. Um, oh my yeah, god! And I, I did not expect. Beautiful. Dude, I get stuff. It, it, everything I, we get in, it's it's. Yeah. First of all, we'll show for anyone at CloverTech.com. Yes. Seriously, send it yes. out there. I'll, I'll get you taken care of. Uh, but no, man, like it's so easy to shield for Gerson because they you get this stuff in and you're like, oh yeah. my god, it's, it's I don't own anything from them. That's not awesome. Yeah, like no, it's nothing, true. nothing. And this one, this one might be a game changer. As a matter of fact, when I picked it up at the gun That's shop, amazing. Uh, my buddy Chuck, who owns the, the gun shop, he was like, "Man, because it's been there for about two weeks. I've just been so busy. I need to go pick it up." He's yep. like, "Man, I'm not gonna lie. He's like, I've held this thing every day for two weeks, and you don't understand mm. how hard it was for me not to take it to the range and shoot it." And I was like, "You should have. You should have. Like, you know." Yeah. And he's like, "No." I said, "Just call me next time. I don't care." Yeah. You know, and he and I was like, I said, but do me a favor, like don't talk about it, don't, don't, yeah, hear it on I social media until yeah. October. Uh, and he's like, oh, and I said, yeah, this isn't even public until October second. Mm. Um, I said, but he's yep. like, oh my gosh, he said this thing is one of the most beautiful guns I've ever seen. So, yep, yeah, um, same way with uh, my local gun shop. I went in, and of course, he, oh man, here it is, set it on the counter. It was three or four, five guys in there and you know, I'm going to you know, yep. open, the, open the box and look at it and whatever. Oh yeah. yeah um, there was a few like, what is and that? I made sure I said, <laughs> I said, you know, there was, I don't know, probably four or five people in there. And, and, uh, I'm like, by the way, I said, nobody sees this just so y'all know. I like, seriously, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, there'll be, there'll be complete hell to pay, you know, um, yeah. by me. If, uh, if that happened, like, you know, and anyway, everybody had to handle it and play with it. And, whatever and the the gun shop owner he actually said he's like once you're done he's like um you know after uh, october 1st whenever the the release and everything happens he's like yeah. man if you can bring this back up here and leave it a few days and i'm like done i don't <laughs> yeah, absolutely i'll do that i tell you what was so. really cool um before we move on to your your topic by the way yamil's up there what's up yamil uh good seeing you my friend um and jacob uh, Scott was asking when the Gerson 2311s going to be in stock. Uh, I know that they have, they are getting them finally in and getting them ready to go anytime now, honestly. Um, it should be anytime. Um, they're getting a limited number in, thanks to our wonderful government um, and bureaucrats. It, it should be anytime. And, and, and I, we know he's saying that, but it, they actually have, I think they've, they've allowed yes. some in. Uh, yeah, very few, but they're 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 starting to come in now. I think the smaller ones, right? The yeah, yeah. What are those? The officers or whatever? The, ah, don't get me like like the four yeah. and a half, four and a quarter size. Yeah. I know the full I'm, size I'm, aren't I'm in like that. Um, um, but yeah, they've been getting and and other importers as well, not just them. Yeah, but yeah, they've yeah, been, yeah. been getting double whammy, not just by the the wonderful illustrious ATF, but the Department of no, State. No, it's not. It's well. not just yeah, exactly. Not just the yeah. ATF. So you know, if you're out there and whatever the company is, if, if they're importing, and a lot of companies, even U.S. companies, they import certain models. Uh, and or I'm, certain gonna, parts. 
Yeah, yeah, and we're not going to pimp out other ones on this show, but uh, <laughs> just say it. If, if there's a delay and you're frustrated and going, because that happens. There are companies that talk about guns that never come to the market. Uh, yeah. Just understand, if it's a reputable company that has a history of getting things in and blah, 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 like EAA, uh, when there's an issue, it's usually not them. In this case, it's yeah. the government. It is the not government. them. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's also nice. And, and uh, I've been talking with Chuck since probably last fall when he actually kind of took over the shop. I think it became official January one, but uh, yeah, November is really kind of when he took it over. Um, and all the, the Gerson stuff has been coming in the last year. Um, he's, he's been a fan of every single one of them. And it was nice when I walked into the gun shop. There were like six or seven Gersons in the display case. So it's nice to see um, our gun shop carrying Gerson. And he said that he's already sold. Like the first load that he got in, he's already sold. And this was the second shipment of Gerson that he's gotten in. So um, it's nice to know that that people are, are starting to hear about Gerson and enjoying them for what they are. But uh, yeah, EAA is great. Great people. Great, great company. Obviously, great friends of ours and all that. But, Clove, I think uh, it is time for your I'm segment. I'm your up. Two, two things before I start my segment. Number one, yeah. if you're out there, if you're in the comments, uh, keep dropping those comments. If you haven't commented, do it. We're going to run the comment picker here in a minute. Our third and final topic of the evening uh, will be uh, brought to you by Taurus. We'll talk about them later, of course. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, you guys are going to, somebody out there anyway, is going to get to uh, select that topic. So uh, stick around for that. Uh, second thing, um, real quick, Firearms Radio Network. Uh, I'm a little disappointed. Other than the game show night we had, uh, we had nobody partake of free patches. I don't, I don't understand why people don't want free patches. Uh, so I'm going to throw this out there on the Ghost and Clover podcast. Uh, if you would like a free patch, and I can't necessarily... I mean, if I get flooded with 100 people. So here's the caveat. Mm. If you want a free uh, Firearms Radio Network patch, send me an email that says, I want the patch. Uh, do it within the next uh, three hours or so. So that puts us at what, Ghost? Three hours from now? Yeah. That'll be 1130 Central. So let's just do midnight east. Uh, let's just do midnight eastern. Let's say midnight, midnight eastern. eastern. Two and a half hours, or no, that's shoot three and a half. A, uh, shoot, regardless, and a half regardless, and this that way the replay and everything else. Shoot me an email. You have until midnight eastern. Shoot me an email. Free patch at clovertack.com. and uh, hey, you may get you a, a free farms radio network patch again. Free patch. At clovertack.com, you have until midnight. Midnight, whatever today is, the third, right? Uh, okay, my topic. Yeah. Uh, man, we're we're double we're double firearms tonight. So, hmm. to which email? What do you want them to do? Uh, which which email? Jacob's asking. Well, Jacob's uh, already got a patch. He won one on the show, and if you already got one, good. you can't you can't get one. So. Emil wants to know can he text you instead? Nope, got to be an email. There you go. There you go. There's a reason that email is set up. So, unfortunately, yeah. I don't real have quick, these patches quick, in real hand. Quick. Yeah, real quick, Jacob says, I want to try some Gersons, but haven't seen any at his local gun shop. Have your gun shop contact their distributor 
or contact EAA directly and they'll tell you which distributors they're working with. Yep. Chances are if you're if your gunshot goes through one of the any of the big distributors, then they'll have access to Gerson. So uh, all you got to do is talk to your local gun shop and and ask them and they should be able to find you one for sure. Sorry, go ahead. Emil saying he doesn't have my email. Free patch at clobertac.com. You don't have to have my emails. There it is. I've said it like six times, Emil. Come on, get on board, bro. I love you, but come on. Uh, okay, so optics. Yeah, optics. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I don't think we've had, uh, I don't think we've talked optics. Not on this Just show. a general optics chat or something specific? Basically, yeah, not really anything specific. I don't want to talk okay. about uh, Vortex or Burris. Okay, we can we cannot touch on those. Sure, those those are not even worth talking about, in my opinion. So I don't want to talk about either one of those. No, um, so so I've been looking around. You know this. So I've been looking around and 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 trying to learn a little bit more about some of these carry optics. Yeah, uh, yeah. and the footprints and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my goodness, the stuff I've got was is that I've ran is pre footprint. It all goes on a picker, sure. you know. Yeah. Uh, and then have also been playing around with a lot of the stuff from Monstrum. And oh yeah. my God, like, oh my God, for the money. Yeah. Like, Monstrum is uh, great. I wish they had, and maybe one day they'll get around to it, but I wish they had some handgun stuff, quite honestly, because the LPVOs and some of the other red they dots. Do. They do have a pistol dot. Do they? What is it? Uh, don't get me in line. I don't have it. Uh, they sent me one uh, really? last year, 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 year and a half ago. Now that said, it might not have made it to market. <laughs> this was uh, a, um, one of those. Hey, let us know and all of that. Yeah, testing, um, yeah. testing yeah. type thing. Uh, and it was pretty damn good. As a matter of fact, um, I'm actually going to put it on a pistol that I'm receiving Tuesday. Um, getting one in, um, picking up the Kyger on Tuesday, and that's I got the Pro model, which is the Optics Red. I want to throw it on the on the Anderson Kyger, uh, but I really do like it. Um, it is an RMR footprint, um, a Trigicon RMR footprint, which a lot, a lot, a lot of most. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to say most or the majority or whatever, mm. but I know a lot of the manufacturers go with that original RMR footprint. Uh, sometimes they'll go with like the Delta, uh, the Delta, um, footprint. Some are going to go with uh, aim point footprint, but I'll, but I'll say this. Most of them are going to be an RMR footprint, but, uh, Clover, have you noticed lately, uh, a lot of these optic cut handguns, they'll send two or three different plates, um, in case, you know, it's not going to say, Hey, it's just for only going to fit this. They'll send maybe a couple different plates of the most popular sizes, you know? Right. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, you know, have I noticed that personally? No, because I, yeah. I don't have anything that's got, you know, direct mount. Best I've got is, um, I guess the Vortex, uh, yeah, we weren't going to talk about that, but since I've got one, the Vortex Venom on the 17L, but this was before yeah. there was any kind of optics cut really thing. So, I mean, it's on one of those, um, what am I thinking? The, the, uh, rear dovetail right mount so oh, okay yeah uh, sure sure yeah so all the other stuff like I, i'm not even that familiar uh, but but like i said have played around with the uh with the monstrum ghost i think it's what it's called 
Yeah, there's another mm-hmm. one too. What is the other one? Marksman, maybe. Um, oh man, don't get me lying. Yeah, maybe it's the one that if there's the ghost, the ghost has the magnifier that comes yeah. with it. And then it's not maybe it's the blackbird prism is what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It's gotta be the it's gotta be the marksman prism. It's gotta be. Uh and that's really cool with the etched reticle and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh but man, the LPVOs are are Oh man. I've got one uh, I've got one in my hand right here. Um that's reticles f- are cool. I mean they're just one of my sweet. favorite. This one is uh one to four by twenty-four and i don't know what model it doesn't have any markings on holding it but it's the one to four by 24 really do really do enjoy this one yeah um i tell you monstrum is really good um for the money um i've always been a big bushnell fan Uh, i still to this day think that bushnell for the money is is one of the uh, one of the better um, optic companies for I the can, money. You know? I can remember, I'm going to say probably five or six years ago, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere in that range, uh, having a conversation and looking some stuff up. And a very large percentage of like the top 10, 20 precision long range shooters in the world yeah. were, were running Bushnell. You would think Night Force or something crazy, right? Sure. Yeah. And they were running Bushnell, and you're like, "Oh my God!" Like, really? Like, but it's true. No, it is, and and I've been using Bushnell stuff for many, 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 many years on the golf side of things. Uh-huh. Um, they're they're they are the the standard in golf for uh, range finders and all that. And as a matter of fact, um, I will use uh, at the range and all of that stuff and scouting out some stuff at, at different stages for competition i will still take uh, a bushnell golf range finder um because they'll go out to a thousand yards um at at the range at the gun range as well so you just kind of shoot some steel and say okay that's exactly this far you know hey, it's, it's 250 right. well it's actually you know 243 or whatever you know right yeah yeah yep no um I'm, yeah, I don't know. I I've got the uh, I've got the 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 one to six, one to eight, and one to ten fancy uh-huh. uh here. All the same reticle, yeah. all you know, all of that. Um, I don't know. I mean, that the one to ten is a bit much. I mean, I like the yeah, I like the spotting magnification. I guess for it, the fact that it will stay out, you can put it back to one power. I think is yeah. a plus. And then you can you can crank it up to ten, you know, for for spotting your paper or whatever at you know fifty sure. yards, hundred yards, and see it real well. Um, but yeah, back to back to that. Like, so Monster is one of them things. I was just late to the party with Monster. I think. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people out there. Defense Dad, Ozzy, um, several that are talking about. Uh, I know Chris from Seven Four Zero is out there, and uh, I know he's got some some monster stuff too um i was just late to the party on it i guess but uh you know i'm not yeah (laughs) i'm not an optic snob and so what's appealing about monstrum is the price points are phenomenal 
Yeah. Um, I would say this. Tell me if you disagree. And, and out there in the live chat, too, you need to comment anyway to, to be able to pick a topic. Uh, or if you're in replay world, comment down below. But I'm just curious if you have Mostrum. Do you think they're heavy compared to other stuff? And that's not me knocking on them, like, because of the price point. They're, they're cheaper. I think they're a little heavy. I think they're a little bit, they're, they're, they're heavy. Let, let, let's take it um, head to head against Bushnell, right? And that's like weight point. wise, they're heavy. Yes, yes. They, they're a little bit heavier than a Bushnell. But I'll tell you this much um, the Swamp Fox LPVO that I have is much heavier than the Monstrum is. Wow. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I definitely think that they're heavier than a Bushnell, you know? Yeah. Well, it's not heavier than my than my uh, Barska. My Barska is okay. lighter, and my and this this was the reason I'm asking. And the Hawk I got, the Hawk I got is the lightest one I've got. Um, mm. and then um, but the Four Peaks, the Four Peaks I've got is about the same, maybe even a little heavier. Um. Mm. Does that speak to the ruggedness? I mean, I mean, it, that's what I, I think. Maybe it does. It certainly feels quality, right? Uh, but yeah. then, if but then, if your concern is weight, right? Like, hey, I need to, you know, ounces or, or pounds, and you've got that mentality. Like, yeah. you know, you may have to break off some cash and go with a, a more expensive brand, you know, to do that, you know, which is well, sad. I'll, I'll say this: I, I, I do believe that. It speaks to a little bit more ruggedness only because um, they're not using maybe plastic or something like that in areas that they could have shaved some weight off. They're using the metal and all of that. They're, they're doing things a little bit differently. So yeah. will it be a little more rugged? It'll probably take a little more of a beating than something that's plastic. Sure. Um, but here's the thing also, and, and yes, ounces are pounds. I get that. But if you're, let's say you're talking about an LPVO, you know, we're not talking like it's a, a full pound heavier, you know, it's not going to be like pounds heavier. Um, ultimately, ultimately in the grand scheme of things, it's probably not going to make a difference over the long run um but yes i think they are heavier i don't know if it if it speaks to being more rugged but one would assume that if you're using metal parts instead of plastic parts rugged or maybe they'll last longer probably you know probably yeah and chris from the uh seven row out there he said the monster prisms uh are super are super heavy what he says so yeah it's not yeah, a knock i mean i I'm enjoying everything that I've gotten in from them, but um, I've got a prism that is that is heavy, and it's not an LP of it. It's just a, I think it's a fixed three mag three X uh, prism. That thing is heavy. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. It is heavy. Yeah. Now a few things. I mean, just to mention, I know you mill out there said this first time he's heard about about Monstrum. So I'm oh, not yeah. the latest. I'm not the last one to the party. Obviously but, um, no. um I've gotten in a few things, and I don't know if you're familiar that they even had these, and have been playing around with them, and they're really cool. And that is, they have a they have adjustable scope rings, and an adjustable uh -huh. one piece cantilever mount. This That's is true pretty freaking neat because you could change optics essentially or whatever. You Absolutely. don't necessarily, or you know, you put it on a different rifle that's got a different mounting pattern or something. 
And mm-hmm. you don't even have to get new rings. Like you just this adjust those and go. And and they have a scope leveling kit that is the simplest, easiest, craziest. I am used to the bubble level kind, right? That's got mm-hmm. the magnet mm-hmm. and the thing, and you mm-hmm. clamp it to the barrel, mm-hmm. and you put the magnet on it. No, no, no. There's just three pieces of aluminum cut in weird shapes that you it's like how come somebody else didn't come up with this this is crazy it was it was funny it was two nights ago um i was mounting the new loophole scope on the ar-10 and i utilized the monstrum leveling thing and it was so easy because i used it before uh used it and I went back, and yes, I'm not going to lie, I went back with my magnet leveler that I'm holding in my hand right now just to verify, just to, just to verify. It's like, this is too easy. It can't be this easy, right? Went back and verified, perfectly level. Everything's good to go. So, yeah, uh, Monstrum does have uh, really good rings. I, I use, um, I have them on a couple different weapon systems that are not even using Monstrum uh lpvos or, or scopes or anything i'm using the rings they have like you said they have the the uh the can't the candid uh, uh picatinny mount as well that uh, are easy they're great um, monstrum is doing a really 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 good job um for quality versus price for yeah. sure they're definitely well, they're, they're positioning themselves to to have be part of that conversation with best value I've never, um, um, you know, I've never been an optic snob. You know, I own uh, decent stuff from from Barska and yeah. Sightmark and and um, you know a few other companies. I mean, even the Walmart cheapo center point, right? Um, you know, I got one of those that uh, came on my fifty <laughs> of all yeah. things, um, and ended up moving that over to I want to say maybe a 270 and then I ended up selling it later on, but it, yeah. it, it held zero and it did fine. Right. Yeah. Uh, like I've never yeah. had bad. I've just never really had bad luck when it comes to, to optics for the most part, There's certain models and, and a few different things. Yeah. Uh, but just never have. Uh, and so it's, it's interesting to find something great people, great company, um, mm. great value for the money, you know, like, like Monstrum, uh, and be able to and be able to. So one of the reasons, not the reason, but one of the reasons I want to talk about them is uh, they're the uh, powered sponsor for the uh, for my podcast season coming up. So oh, there you go. There you go. Sponsor. So uh, it's been a uh, really good relationship and and really enjoying their stuff. But again, I'll stop. I own all different kinds of stuff and and various sure. price points. So yeah, uh, there's a question out there about EOTech and say are they still considered good. Um, I, I'm a huge EOTech fan. I've got several of them. I, I'm a big fan of the 512. Um, the XPS or, or XPS, whatever you want to call them, are, are really good as well. Um, but I'm I'm a huge fan of EOTech. But I'm I'm a, I like the holographic sights. Uh, it's not for everyone, so I don't think the EOTech will ever go out of being considered good. It just depends upon if if the holographic and the the EOTech signature is in style is what you're looking for some people think they're yeah. ugly um but I, it, do. it, I don't think i don't think everyone i i, I get that i yeah. get that um but i i don't think that eotech will ever be considered bad it's just maybe not everyone's cup of tea 
Yeah, and and EOTech, um, I, you know, I need to take a new another look at EOTech. EOTech is one of those that uh, I've always been turned off, and I guess it's the five twelve or whatever. Uh, yeah. The one that always looks like it's on the gun backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the five twelve. I've yeah. got several of those, and I love yeah. them. I personally love them. Yeah, but no, they're not the pretty I'm sure they're the fine. I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're fine as far as quality and function, and you know, it's like I've shot plenty. Um, and so you know, even though I, I don't own any and probably never will, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not doubting that. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. but what I what I was gonna say is I need to take another look. Not that I'm gonna like those now all of a sudden, mm -hmm. uh, but EOTech now makes a lot of stuff that. That used to be all they made was those. Oh like yeah, you're talking yeah, about. yeah. And I think now they have scopes and all kinds of things. Yeah, they've got a lot of stuff. So uh, you know, it's funny uh, you're talking about the five twelve, and that's kind of like the iconic, iconic EOTech. You know, that EOTech, everyone sees. Yeah. And you talk about it always looks like it's on backwards. I can't tell you how many movies that I have seen people running EOTechs backwards in the movies just because they don't know that it's supposed to look like it's on wrong. Uh, they turn it around where that long part is facing your face, where it's supposed to be facing downrange. Obviously, they're not using them in the movies, but they haven't turned the other way because that's the way it looks like it should be uh, when obviously it is not. So it, it is funny when you watch movies, uh, little things like that catch my eye with EOTechs. Like, oh, yeah, they don't they don't know because yeah. they've got it on backwards, you know. Well, and, and also, you know, what are the odds that's a straight up like knockoff prop of some kind? Oh, it's that probably a Chinesium that airsoft. Doesn't even, that that doesn't like even, yeah. well, it may not even work or have batteries in it to turn it on anyway. It's there for yeah. aesthetics and for looks. Absolutely. And so they slap it on there. If, if it worked, even if it was a knockoff and it yeah. worked, they would quickly be able to tell, oh, it's on backwards, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's bring this up. We are, uh, we're going to yeah. draw. And uh, somebody is going to give us the uh, final topic of the evening. So get your comments out there in the next few seconds. Uh, you've got very, very few seconds. And uh, we're going to draw this thing. Uh, we've got more entries than our uh, show to be listening live. So I say we go ahead and spin it. Spin it. Spin DJ, that. spin that thing. No infringements on this spin, by the way. But here we go. No infringements, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> Let's see who it comes up to. Oh, well, that, hey. that makes it easy. That makes it easy. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll spin it again. By the way, for those yeah, listening yeah. to podcasts, it, it, it picked Ghost, uh, picked us, it picked Ghost and Clover. That picked and just Ghost and Clover. was me. Uh, so I'm going to say respin it again. Um, so this is this is what the problem with live TV, right? Like we you say hello out there in the chat and whatever, and it uh, and it yeah. There we go. Unfortunately, screaming skulls. I know that he's out there because he just said something a, a couple minutes ago. So we yeah, should he be, just said something literally like a minute ago or two. Uh, yeah. So triple S screaming skull saloon. You have uh, you have the power. Yeah, the final topic of the uh, evening, my friend. So, and this this segment is brought to you. Yeah, this segment is brought to you by our good friends over at Taurus. And I'm going to talk a little about Taurus, uh, about something that people would not suspect. Um, I'm going to talk about which is 
Uh, I don't know if it's my favorite. I've shot it. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it definitely is the coolest gun that I've seen them have is the Raging Hunter. And I know that you're fond of oh, the, yeah. the Raging Hunter and all that, but oh, uh, man. man, I know people are going to be freaking out. Like, hey, he's talking about a revolver. This thing is They're awesome. awesome. Yeah, the Raging uh, Hunters are. But I know they've... Um, they're doing up a sales event on the uh, TX-22 right now, so uh, you might want to go and find Taurus online, and and I think they're having some deals on the TX-22 right now, and that, which is, um, I've shot it a few times. Um, I'm not a 22 LR handgun, like, aficionado. Feels good. I've heard nothing but great things from everyone that's had them. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll let I'll let you speak on because you are much more of a 22 LR handgun aficionado than I am. What do you think of the TX22? I take heat all the time is because I don't like it, and I'm not trying to go yeah. all military arms channel, but I, I don't. <laughs> I genuinely don't like it. Does it seem to run? Yeah. Does it seem to not be picky? Yeah. Um, you know, I worry about the potential of rim lock. I, I don't, I'm not a fan of the, the uh, mag design. I'm not a fan aesthetically of the way it looks. Uh, I'm just not a fan. And, I, and I've told Taurus that. Speaking of Taurus, uh, we got some news that I don't know about yeah. you. We can't really put it out there. It has to do with corporate and some other things and people we yeah. know that there's somebody that we know that ain't with Taurus anymore. Kind and of I'm a little, I'm a little not. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised, and I'm a little bit bummed as well. It's like, man, because it seemed like he fit better at Taurus than he did anywhere else to me. But yeah, um, no, I but, get it. But yeah, on the on the TX22, uh, yeah, I can't sit here and tell you it's a bad handgun. Like it's it's, yeah. and I take heat for it. But it's it may not. It may, it may not be your cup of tea, but you're not dogging it either. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Now, really Screaming Skull Skaloon says rifle. I don't know what. So Triple S, you've got to give us a topic. I don't know if rifle is your topic um, or what, but give us a topic out there. But I know you're out there. You're talking. So uh, give us a topic that you want us to talk about for the next 10 minutes or so. Unless he's super behind in the. Uh, he very well could be. Maybe he's, he just super, be maybe he's just super behind. I don't, I don't know. But you think he would see his name on the screen and go, "Oh, what's this about?" Well, I mean, it 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 at eight forty eight. G Web says something at eight forty nine. He says hello to G Web, so he can't and, it could, and it could be uh, somebody out there in the chat. Maybe hell no, if he's behind, he wouldn't see it anyway. But uh, <laughs> maybe uh, um, just so you know, I mean, the topic is open. You know, we've had two firearm related, so yeah, it can be. There's the option. Recipes, to, if you want, you know. Yeah, there's the option to keep the uh, the gun talk going, or you know, not either way. But I don't know if we don't hear from him in a second, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to move on. I can't tell you that. Uh, but the uh, no, the Raging Hunter man, they've thrown in big time behind the Raging Hunter Taurus has, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's I, I, I still contend it's hurt Smith and Wesson a little bit on the on the big boy side of things. I, I, I yeah. just I think it has. So. Yep. Um, we're going to give Screaming Skull Saloon about 30 seconds to throw us a topic or we'll have to respin. He very well could be behind and, and, and may not know what's going on, but uh, we'll give you about 30 seconds. Fix is on it. <laughs> All right. Self defense ammo favorites. Here's a there topic. Self defense ammo favorites. Easy. Um, 
I'll, I'll start out by saying I think it's no mystery if you've been following me at all for the last, you know, six years. Um, my choice, my personal choice, is the Horny, Hornady Critical Defense. Um, I, I'm a big lover of the Hornady. That said, the last couple of years, uh, there has been one that is obviously a lot, I'm not going to say cheaper because it's, it's just great quality but less expensive um and it's still quality is the sig v crown i've become a big big fa- a fan of the sig v crown but I, I guess still to this day if you had me say you know what are you going to use i'm still going to probably go with a horny critical defense and i know that um you like the horny but i i think you prefer other a couple other different brands you're not necessarily uh to you know um but I put this, you're not a, a one-trick pony when it comes to self-defense ammo, are you? You know, I'm really not. It's going to depend on the uh, It's going to depend on the, the caliber, I guess more importantly, the yeah. cartridge. A lot of people say caliber, and it's right. like that's, that's not accurate because you say, oh, well, you know, the, the ammo I use for a 45 Colt is going to be different than a 45 ACP. is going to be different right. than a 4570. is going to be so... Um, yeah, it's really going to depend. Um, I, I'm a little bit old school and OG, and, and here's the thing. I don't even know that. Do they even make golden sabers anymore? Like, is that even still a thing? Oh, man, I'll put it this way. If they do, I haven't seen them around here for a while, so and I, they, I, I don't know. And they maybe they do, and they just call it like a bonded or some weird something now. Because Could be as well. Here's the thing, for especially for all the – uh, young lads and lass out there <laughs> that um, that don't understand firearm history and, and everything else hadn't been around forever. Uh, it's just like the Black Talons, right? That they back in the day, everybody's heard mm-hmm. the uh, what is it? The uh, the uh, urban lore or whatever you want to call it, right? Around Black Talons, and it's like, first of all, it's not near as crazy of a thing as as what. A lot of people want to make the black talon thing out to be um, on either side, quite honestly. The golden um, saber is still in production. But they um, um, basically, golden, the uh, golden saber, basically the black talons still exist and have existed ever since. They just don't call them that anymore and they don't paint them black. <laughs> so, well, yeah. right. you know, um, so I say that to say that as time goes on, they 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 have that same basic design of something you know that you're that you're used to, uh, and mm. they t- maybe tweak some little bitty something. Maybe it's just a tweak in the materials or a tweak in the and, and with ammo and especially projectiles, the uh, the um, you know they could tweak the heel. They could tweak the uh, the, the uh, what am I thinking the 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 surface the bearing uh, area. They can tweak you know all kinds of things. The base. Um, the powder charge, the who knows, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. So anyway, most of my golden sabers are, uh, I picked up a bunch of projectiles, golden saber projectiles a long time ago in, in 9, 389, 45, and 357, I think. Anyway. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they've still got them all, and they're all about 36 bucks. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can, I can load them. 
I can load them way cheaper than that. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, I'm just I'm just letting people know that they yeah. are out there. Um, just go to Remington's yeah. website and just search Golden Saber yeah. and they're still so, around. I, which I didn't see because I haven't seen them for a while. Golden Saber has been a long time, kind of a long time go to for me. Uh, I'll tell yeah. you another one, and it's kind of a, it's kind of a ancestor of Black Talons. That's why I talked about that. Another one of my favorites is Winchester PDX One. Mm-hmm. Um, now a couple of things I like about the Winchester PDX one that you don't really get with the golden sabers, um, uh, is the PDX one. If you're out there and you don't reload, for example, PDX one Winchester, they make range and target load stuff, uh, that is identical ballistically to the PDX one. Uh, it's called range and training or, or no, no, no train and mm-hmm. safety. Something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, yeah. But ballistically, it's exactly the same. And, of course, it's cheaper because it's not, quote, unquote, sure. defensive ammo, right? Um, but should cycle and function the same exact way, your point of aim, point of impact should be exactly mm-hmm. the same. And that's one of the cool things I like about, too, about the uh, about the Winchester PDX-1s. Yeah. So now Ozzy out there brings up the Underwood Extreme Defender. That's a great ammo as well. Matter yeah. of fact, Underwood uh was my initial, like my very first self-defense ammo that I bought um until I found Hornady. Um, but Underwood is great. You really each each manufacturer is going to have uh if 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 not one, they have multiple, but they're gonna have at least one line of self-defense ammo yeah. and, and most of them are going to be pretty pretty good um now, now you were talking about defense. go ahead what's up you were talking about sig uh the yeah. SIG ammo and what i was saying about winchester pdx1 i think it's also true for sig i think their v crown they offer duplicate range ammo for they do yes the, the sig v crown so if that's what you're running uh, you don't have to waste your carry ammo. You get the exact yeah. same performance. And the SIG ammo, the range ammo is good as well. I'm, I'm a big fan of the SIG And ammo. it's a decent price. It's not horrible. It's a little oh, yeah, higher than some of the other stuff out there, but it's a little bit more premium, too. We're being it, it is. Um, you know, it's it's probably, on average, at least $5, if not $6 less than the Hornady. Um, is it more expensive than other? Yes. Um, but it, it's, it's a very, very reasonable price for self-defense ammo for sure. So thank uh, you, uh, for that, I guess, yeah. Screaming Skull Saloon, uh, brought Absolutely. to you by Taurus, of course. Taurus International. Yes, 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 yes. So, uh, yeah, I guess we, uh, start shutting this one down. Hey, again. Free patch at clovertack.com. Shoot an email. I want a patch. Let me know. Uh, Farms Radio Network patches. And uh, we'll see if we can't uh, get one of those to you if you're listening. You got till midnight Eastern. Midnight Eastern, and it is uh, September 3rd. What do you got going on? What do you got coming up? You got a show Tuesday. Um, I know that. I got a show Tuesday. I, I'm actually going to the range tomorrow. Um, maybe for several hours. Got several things. So you're actually going to film? I'm actually going to film. I know it's been a while, and thank you for everyone out there that's, that knows my summer schedule is crazy. I'm actually yeah. going to go film tomorrow and have some fun. Yeah. Uh, real quick, and I know uh, this is it's going to be sounding weird. I just want to bring this up. 
Mm-hmm. Our both of our both of us have good friends over there, and and obviously Kyle uh, is a very dear friend of mine, and of Clovers. Um, man, I'm telling you what, you and I both took advantage of this, and a bunch oh, of people oh, I yeah. know. We actually broke the internet um, on on last Tuesday night. Like literally, we broke the internet. Uh, and Kyle, I talked the next morning. He was like, "You wouldn't believe what happened." So thank you for all that. Uh, real quick, if you guys are interested, and this is nothing to do with anything except it's a great deal. Um, Anderson Manufacturing, thirty percent off everything in their entire website. Go to their website, thirty percent off everything, including like blims. I mean, but you can get a Kyger for well under three hundred dollars now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, go check out Anderson because they're running a, a, a Labor Day event. 30% off everything on their website. It's a great, great, great time. And there's yep. a bunch of them. There's a bunch of people that are doing Labor Day sales, but 30% off is a pretty, that's, that's, that's a rather yeah. large, that's a rather it's large 50. endeavor there. It's 50. I don't know that any other company can pull that off, but Anderson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They can, hey, they real quick, there, uh, there is a question that I wanted to bring up that Jacob asked earlier. And, and yeah. it's just going to be something more that you're going to want to be able to answer because I may not um, be able to answer it as well as others. But he says for M1 Garens, is there a way to tell if they have been through the CMP process? If so, is there also a way to know what all has been remodeled through the process? Uh, I don't know that. Maybe you know a lot more about that than I do, bud. I don't know for sure, but I would be willing to bet that you could probably like just looking and are they stamped i doubt it very seriously um can you contact cmp with a serial number and then tell you i would think absolutely yes they could do that because they have to track all of that yeah 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 Yeah. and they probably have the records of what's been done and and all of that yeah yeah i i don't know i don't own a guarant although i want one i'm just gonna wait for the price to come back to reasonable prices and i've never gone through the cmp process so i I don't know either one of those fronts but uh but yeah uh chris says he's getting his kyger tuesday same here mine's will be delivered tuesday got the kyger 9c pro can't wait um but yeah no i i don't like i said i don't own a guarant um and trying to get one last couple of years as you know but i'm not going to pay you know, twelve to fifteen hundred dollars for one, um, which really isn't bad for right now. But I think they might come back down. But I've never been through the CMP process either, so I have no. Now, Yamil's he's, he's a guarantaholic. Uh, so Yamil, out there, uh, when have you gotten one through the CMP? And if so, um, are there any markings and all of that? So maybe Yamil's out there, Jacob. He might be the answer to this for a second. Uh, what you got going up, Clove? I know that you've got the podcast kicking up this week. Yeah, we talked about it kind of at the at the top of the uh, show here, but working on the studio thing. Hopefully, I got something usable done by Wednesday. But yeah, this week, uh, top shot Dustin Ellerman in the house on uh, Wednesday Ooh, morning. Dustin. And if you're not familiar with the way the podcast goes with me uh i schedule it at a time it's on wednesdays and thursdays but i schedule it at a time that's convenient for the guests so you never know uh you got to look for uh them on the channel and set the notifications and show up um but uh yeah i think at uh, 10 uh well we'll go eastern i like going eastern because it's just easier but 11 eastern uh is uh dusted on wednesday and then 
seven or nine, I'm sorry, nine Eastern. And so this is in the morning, both of them. Uh, nine Eastern, we've got uh, Bill Wallace or William Wallace, not that one, not Braveheart. Uh, from, Wallace. Uh, wow. from uh, <laughs> finding the Finding Freedom Forum, which is the radio show I was on out here a few months ago or whatever it was, a yeah. month ago or so. Uh, but yeah, I invited him onto the podcast to talk uh, probably Second Amendment stuff, but probably some other liberty and freedom minded. Sure. stuff as well um but got a pretty good check out clovertack.com the uh 16 is it 16 episodes i think uh schedule is over there uh days and uh guests and it's a pretty good uh pretty good list i say we've got we've got um uh dustin dustin element of course and we've got chris and if, Chang. if you're not familiar with dustin element um all you got to do is Google Dustin Ellerman. But oh, yeah. I will that? say this. Um, he is the most energetic and may have more fun shooting yeah. guns than yeah. anyone I know. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. Definitely. Uh, but, yeah, we've got uh, Dustin Ellerman and we've got Chris Chang. So we've got yeah. – uh, and, and then we've got our buddy the gun snob. And so what I've been telling everybody is this is an epic season. We have – Except for one episode. We have <laughs> – we have two top shots and a bottom feeder all in the same season. Yeah. 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 Uh, so how yeah. much is snob paying you to get on? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, no, nah, it'd be fun having the Okie on. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, nobody will be able to decipher and understand what we're talking about. That's going to be the most Probably. fun episode. That's going to be the, the most o fun. The Oki and East Texans talking together. Uh, you I, might need to have a third person on there just to translate. Yes, this is true. This is true. But uh, yeah, gonna have some fun with that. Um, like you, uh, it's been for different reasons. But like you, uh, have not been producing the video content. Um, you know, the laptop troubles went down and a bunch of other things. So been haven't probably put anything up in a month. Uh, plus, it's triple digit freaking heat, which is nobody. And this is this is bad time for youtube summertime is not good for youtube it is not anyway. so you know it was a good time you know if there's any silver lining to having those technical difficulties it was that it happened during the the dog days of the summer as far as youtube yeah. but uh that will crank back up it's getting crank crunk back up eventually the end of crunk. this month actually crunk yeah uh we've got trigger con that we're going to will be adding and getting content and doing stuff. So uh, there'll be videos dropping before we go to TriggerCon, and then obviously the TriggerCon videos, and and uh, you'll see all that going. We have at some point this month we have the anniversary of the launch air pop. Uh, that will happen too. Mm -hmm. I just thought about that. That happened in uh, in September, so we've got to do an anniversary launch air pop at some point this month. So there we'll squeeze go. that one in for sure. But uh, unless you got something else, I, I say we get out of here. I I I do not uh, have anything else. So yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, thank, like I said, thank you for everyone who's always supported Clover and myself, whether it's through channel memberships, Patreon, affiliate links, Amazon, whatever it is. Uh, we ask you to also support all of our sponsors with EAA and Taurus. Let them know that. Um, go on to social media and just make a comment on their post. Hey, thanks for supporting Ghost and Clover, and. Um, you know, most of you guys, if you haven't already tried any other products, go ahead and try out stuff from EAA and from Taurus. Uh, yeah. You got any final wisdom words to part with? Mm, pull plug, baby. Pull plug. Pull plug. Pull plug. All right. We'll see you guys in two weeks. 
Um, is that right? Two weeks? Yep. Yeah, two weeks until then. Um, bye. <laughs>